You are listening to Let's Go Jojo, the weekly Jojo's Bizarre Adventure podcast about the weekly anime from Dynamite in the Brain and Secret of the Sailor Madness. So come along and hang with the Let's Go gang. It's Dwayne. Hello. It's Niall. How are you? And it's me, Brian. And on this episode, we are covering anime that aired the week of December the 3rd to December the 10th, 2022, with a couple of exceptions, starting with the first one, it's Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Part 6, Stone Ocean, Episode 26, Bohemian Rhapsody, Part 2. It was nice when that was coming out on the week we were talking about it, uh, that one time. That one time, yeah. I was over this, that one one. Mm. I am I'm surprised at how much you know this how averse they are with like having to change names and things like that. How much they actually got away with because when I was remember reading this ages ago, I thought, how are they going to get half of this in? But, well, I'd very cleverly have people point and go, "Look, it's Batman," and never actually show Batman. That's a very <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Pretty sure Vermeer's girl in a pearl earring is public domain now, so it's grand. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, I didn't check the cast. Did they actually get Shigeru Chiba in to do the narration, or was that a very good Shigeru Chiba? Oh yeah, Impression. it was just yeah. like a wonderful. Uh, yeah, that's definitely yeah. If so that's what we're going for, great. Because hmm. uh, apparently in this world, uh, Tokyo is now destroyed because Kenshiro and Rao had a fight there. <laughs> <laughs> what if all fictional characters were real? This is like you know, what Concrete Revolution promised us. <laughs> what if all fiction was real? <laughs> uh, yeah, this does appear to be like the. Is this the biggest stand incident that is public knowledge? Yes, uh, but it's also one of the cleanestly covered up ones, so I'll <laughs> give it that. Yeah. Well, this is like, you know, I suppose this is going off the entire planet, you know. Uh, I guess at the climax of part five, that was affected the vicinity of Rome. And, and I'm pretty sure people didn't know what the hell was going on anyway because they were just popping by and shit. Yeah, that would have been pretty big. Like, that would have been like at least a couple of million people and <laughs> yeah, I kinda, sw- switching bodies for a bit. Yeah, I, yeah, I kind of want to see a, a, a spin-off, which is like how the rest of the world views the, the events of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. From the you outside. could show from the point of view of Kashibe Rohan, who would not get involved at yeah. all. There is My a, fictional characters have come to life. Hmm, there is a how cur- can I use this to profit? Yeah, there's a currently running spin-off of Stone Ocean um, hmm. about a woman who draws erotic fan art for other inmates at the prison. Um, yeah, good work if you can get it. Uh, and then gets the stand hmm. power. Um, <laughs> Involving that? I think so. I haven't looked... It sounds very fan fictiony now, though, if it's, if it's a power yeah. based on er- drawing erotic fan fiction. Uh. Yeah, other, it's uh, Fujiko's Bizarre Worldly Wisdom, is what it's called. <laughs> uh it, uh, yeah, who's the main character in this? It is uh, Fujiko Fujiyama. So I guess she's a Fufu as opposed to a Jojo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what is her stand power? Her stand power is bad awesome. romance. Ah, great. <laughs> uh, its ability allows them to control the mental state of those who receive a drawing from her. Uh, Presumably horny. Uh, well, the example picture is Jolene making an incredibly horny face. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe they'll animate that as a spin-off at some point. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, all, it's, all, it's all down to what the, whatever the porn industry goes for. They're usually the, the dictators of what media gets made, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with this, yes, we learn partway through the episode that the three lads that Enrico ran into at the hospital, they're all sons of Dio, who fate has brought to him in order for them to throw their bodies between him and Jolene uh, so he can carry out his destiny. Hmm. And we're going to be dealing with this one is Ungalo, the guy who stabbed him in the neck. Um, And it's like, yes, he's, uh, he's and Asui has been separated from his body. He's very shocked. So he, he hitched a ride. It gets very confusing because it's like he, other people mm. can see him, but weather report can't. Weather report appears not to be affected by the power because he can't. He's amnesiac, and so therefore none of the stories yeah. have any meaning to him. Yeah. The, the thing is, I think the the version of Anasui who's walking around with weather report isn't like his body it's like the ver it's the story when yeah. report is telling himself of we me and anasui are going yes. to find jolene so he's brought a fictional version of anasui with him to go find jolene it, yeah. like so anasui is like oh fuck there's my body i better go catch my body and it's like 
No, that's. But is his body because whether with... thought they get separated from his body and then they get they dissolve at the end and they're going to go yeah. back to their bodies. But it's it's some kind of weirdness where it's just like that Ansui isn't behaving normally. Like I think he robbed the sweets shop at some point. We don't it's, know why. It's like 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 he he gets uh, trapped in the story of like the big both from the seven little kids. I forget what yeah. probably end up was, but it's like well, there's no Ansui in the story, but he's trapped in it, so he. Need some need somebody to, to be the wolf in the story. So that's you now. You know, I want Anna Speed the wolf. But then it also has to be an Anna Speed in this other story happening at the same time. So the guy, yeah, be... yeah. These stories had to make sense. So if, if <laughs> it get... has to go according to what was written. Yes. If you get pulled into the fiction, you get kind of pulled out of your own body, which goes off and seemingly does its own fucking thing. But um, you're you you become. Uh, drawn yes. into the story of the fictional character that you you have an affinity with. Attempting yeah. to recap it, it makes less sense than when I was watching it. Uh, oh, it's it's, <laughs> it's sheer fucking it's madness. Weird. But that's the kind of chaos of it. Like when cut to news report of Tokyo being destroyed by Kinshiro and Rao. You know that kind yes. of thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, Alice is chasing Daddy's body. He follows it to a sweet shop. The sweet shop owner won't let him in because Alice apparently was here before and wrecked the place. And Alice's like, I'll pay you if you just tell me where he went. And the the best gag of the thing is him using Diver Down to steal the money out of the uh, till in order to and pay then it shove back it in the door, the door to yes. the man. Yeah, and at, at, like Anasui sees that he is his body is still inside the sweet shop and is escaping out the back door. He's like, I gotta get yes. my body. I gotta get in there. But the cops have since arrived. And the cops are like, uh, we're looking, they have, they have a photo, like, uh, are you the guy we're looking for kind of thing? And he turns on and is like, I don't I know fear. what you say, officer, because he's stuffed his face full of chocolate, like, like under, like a dermal implant, something like, like that. Yeah. And he yeah. just spits it out there. He's like, ah, yeah. that's how that works. It's yeah. all linked up in yeah. the head. Mm-hmm. But he only spits one out because we see the chocolate he spat out later is a half-eaten goat because it turns out that there weren't chocolates that he ate. He ate six of the seven goats from uh, the fairy tale that I had for quite forgotten until uh, this episode brought it back around. Oh, again. No. Yeah, it's one of the good ones that you remember because uh, it's one of those fucked up German ones that you will never forget yes. fully. Um, and he well, doesn't remember it until he breaks a grandfather clock, which yes. the littlest kid is hiding in. And he's like, you at my brothers and sisters. I'm going to I'm gonna tell my mother and you and she's going to cut you open with a scissors. I'm reading this yes. from the book that we just popped out of right but, now. And before we even get to that, he's like, where's the cho- chocolate shop owner? And then he's run off, he's turned into <laughs> Prince Charming and run off with <laughs> Snow White. His dream has come true. Uh, but this is where the introduction of like, you've got, you've got to follow the story to its ending. And so mm. Snow White has followed the story to uh, her ending of the story by dragging the chocolate shop owner it, to become Prince Charming. And so that's that's where Annecy is now trapped in the story of Mother Goat and the Seven Young mm. Goats. And uh, he's playing the wolf, which is not a good part to play nice. in that story. Yeah, because the mob's going to come home, grab a pair of scissors, cut you open, and pull out six, uh, six of her children. Oh, is and this put the, in six stones, and then the throw you into a well story? and drown. Is this a stop motion story that the Poo Poo Molka? Uh, yes, it did. is. Yeah, Poo. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That suddenly dawned on me. I hadn't connected them until <laughs> I was saying these words out loud. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is like kind of you know maybe this someone had that in mind, but it was this like strange like proliferation of like fairy tale like uh, books that's kind of scattered all around Florida here. You know, people just like you know under break, Chris got crack into some ASAP papers <laughs> to get a bit of wisdom. You know, yeah. um, you know, I just want to like. Unfortunately, if you break out a green dolphin, like the district that's right there in Florida is the storybook district, and it's the worst possible place you could go, honestly, in this particular instance. Uh, yeah. Uh, and meanwhile, weather report is running to Van Gogh self-portrait. He's like, "Hello, I'm Van Gogh self-portrait. I'm going to tell you all about Van Gogh," and then <laughs> you're going to go, "Hmm, I like this picture," and then you'll turn into a self-portrait as well and shoot yourself in the head twice. Hmm, because like you were drawn, you don't know much about anything, but you did like art, and you you were drawn to the story of Van Gogh's self portrait with one one ear, that kind of thing. And uh, it's just like, well, now you're gonna get shot twice in the head because you're me and I'm you, and, and it's just like, wait, what? It's like, yep, you can't escape the way this goes down, including um, yeah, yeah. And weather report's been following, tra- tracing where the user is, and he's quite far away. He sends, he's going um, north, so I'll send a rain cloud to. Yes. Ruin the fucking road, and basically. And he dawns on him. Oh, he's in the sky. Um, mm. And then he he solves the logic puzzle of it, it following to the end of the story 
by forcing Van Gogh's self-portrait to draw a creation of his own devising, who's hmm. he's written the story for in his head. Um, called that was brilliant because initially the the solution seems to be get caught up in a happy ending fairy tale like you live happily ever after with Snow White. It's like oh you don't fucking die then that's fantastic. It's like no no make up a character called. Mr. Goback or something Puts like that. Back, yes, I want to go to Mr. as well, but he hasn't got. I've, I know, I, my brain had written right. Mister onto his hat. It Mister just says or back. Captain. He looks yeah. very superhero-y with that mustache that grows outside his mask. Yes. Um, but uh, it's just like, and he puts back all the fictional characters back into their stories and puts us back safely in our bodies with all these memories, yes. so we don't fucking think anything's gone wrong. And that's his power, and that's the end of the story. Um, my dinosaur that eats force field dogs. <laughs> It's exactly. that kind of like thing. I mean, if we're gonna be doing with like fun children's stories, if we made for like children's fun rules for fun, then nope, I got invisible bullet laser shields. Because it becomes like it's initially like storybook characters, or also I mean, like it starts with characters on signs and everything, but um, it, it becomes like paintings and everything. Any yes. any depiction of a character can come alive. So I just need Van Gogh or Van Gogh's a depiction of Van Gogh to draw on the ground a picture of this character I've just created yeah. to solve this thing and meanwhile your man's in the airplane like freaking out because he just saw Aladdin and the genie outside the plane and she's reading about Aladdin how can that be He's he yes. should be real now <laughs> yes and he just breaks his yeah. brain he doesn't get beaten up he doesn't die well, he's just defeated because of a catatonic state because mm-hmm. it makes no sense uh, yeah. uh, we also learned that all the all the uh, Storybook characters who came alive are back, except for Pinocchio. He's still missing. At large. <laughs> <laughs> Pinocchio's the only one who got killed. Wow, that sucks, man. It's uh, fine. He's, he's got three movies this year. It's okay. What? Uh, who? What? I, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. You're older, what? Oh. Uh, I enjoyed the, the new intro. It's gone from all of that. Uh, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just a serious bit of the story, so it's like yes. more of a dramatic ballad. Yeah, it's still like referencing like the a lot of the stuff that's already happened as well, though. So that's yeah, and what, and what will happen? And it was like <laughs> it was like a it's kind of slow. It's kind of, it's kind of but there's one bit in the middle of it, you no know, all kind of flashing by for the do understanding bit of this. But mm-hmm. most employer hasn't got a stand that we can kind of perceive. It's just him firing a revolver. <laughs> what can the kid do? Uh, give him a gun. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> so look forward to that. Uh, yeah, the the trailer, it, the 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 spoiler in the trailer was uh, the uh, the reveal that those three guys were Dio's sons. So that wasn't too badly uh, spoiled in the trailer. Yeah, it's not too far into there's it. A, the reveal, a, so it's not the worst a, spoiler. There's a few other spoilers in there, but they're what ones an you, awful trailer. They're what? Well, they're things you would have guessed which are going to happen. The other stuff is right, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Parallel universes. Keep that in mind. As well. yeah. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, we check in with some of the worst animation that the series has had so far as uh, Jolene visits her ex-boyfriend, Romeo, to, for hmm. some money and some car keys. Um, and... He's very apologetic and very like, oh, I'm so sorry, I did you so bad, baby. They wouldn't let me visit you in prison. It's like, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I was like, when's the aura coming? When's the aura well, coming? It's, it's even better than that, though. because yes, Oh, it's yes. fantastic, yes. Uh, she stuck one of Ermie's stickers on his tongue, and they listened in. When she to... was like, shh, yes. touching his tongue <laughs> yeah. as well, which is weird. Put your finger in his mouth, but all right. So he did a stick on he's, he's very scared, you know. She's, uh, <laughs> she's person's heart and erupts him. Uh, mm-hmm. And apparently, if you make a copy of somebody's tongue, you can hear what they're saying, even though they have. Because the got... tongue's wiggling and it's pronouncing yes. all the words. That's how it works. So they're yeah. outside with, yeah. with a copy of his tongue, and it's just like, all right, I'm just going to peel the sticker off because he, he's just calling the cops, and he's like, yeah, she called me on the phone. No, she hasn't been here. She's going to Mexico. And it's like, wow, I guess he did. Didn't really, rat us out. He, he he didn't rat us out. He he trusted me in the end. He he was apologetic about what he did. He. he Clearly was on the keys that he gave them. It's like yeah, he put you him. in prison. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Third sticker off is like yeah, fuck him, just in case, like you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like he still deserves this. So uh, oh, one hundred percent deserves to have his tongue fucking mashed <laughs> the fuck with another tongue. Have a tongue. tongue fly. Well, he's going to break his teeth. I imagine it's probably exactly, probably on the yeah. way in. Yeah, it's for sure. Fly in and directory. It's going to need like that uh, thing wired shut for a couple of months. Good. Uh, and then Emporio is really excited because one of the keys he gave them was to a helicopter and he always wants you to drive a helicopter. <laughs> that seems like a bad idea. I don't know much about helicopters, but... I've I read plenty of books in prison. You know. mm. 
Uh, and these you two ladies, these two ladies seem like the sort of two ladies who may allow our child to fly a helicopter. Uh, I'll guess well, I can't fly a helicopter. Did you have flight simulator on that computer you had in that room inside the prison? Let's say yes. Let's let's assume yes. Hmm. Uh, yeah, a good episode, except for the couple of bits inside the house, which are terribly, terribly drawn. I mean, like, it's it's funny and dramatic, and that that's all great. It, it's, the writing's great in it, but yeah, it doesn't look as good. Yeah, it's, the just, end. it's just the stuff in the house, because when they're outside the house having a chat, they look fine again. So I guess it was just a scheduling. Just the weird lighting, yeah, yeah. A scheduling maybe. problem, which uh, mm. just led to some rough looking. Romeo gets the worst of it. His, his proportions mm. are changing from shot to shot because it was this more is, important that it, they, they yeah. animated the, the little yes. kids uh bit good the weird yes. little fucking freakish stand fucking goats and that they transformed him into a werewolf pretty well as well that's the second werewolf transformation in two yeah. episodes what the fuck it's just kind of like the whenever you fucking see any kind of storybook and you see here here comics it's all done in that fucking oingo boingo uh style and it's yes. like you know see that cap that nightmare comes to life. I mean, from Pinocchio, why does he have such fun, sharp, like, monster teeth? <laughs> He's made out of wood. Who carved that in there? My, my little headcanon is uh, that um, Boingo's um, art style became the most dominant art style <laughs> for any new works. <laughs> Child prodigy. You know, he had a hard life. <laughs> uh, but the tongue thing does suggest that Araki's grip on human anatomy is getting worse and worse. And we'll see if we get to Jojo Lion animated. His grip on dog anatomy is uh, uh, even further I mean, like, behind. I've seen Iggy. Oh, That's a, can I, look up. It's a it's a dog with the face of a man. So oh, I mean, like, yeah. No, don't, he looks much more like the dog than the uh, he much more like a dog than the dog in Jojo Lion. Okay. Uh, uh, to the point where somebody's saying it's the dog is a helpful assistance to the reader to know that uh, it is a dog that they're looking at. Uh, these goats, yes, these are the mother particularly with uh, the massive amount of teats all over her body. Yeah. It's it's good because like that 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 story is a fucking horror story for children, and it's presented <laughs> as such in this, so it works quite well. Yeah, yeah, it reminded me of one of the dead beasts in the current arc in Hunter <laughs> Hunter. Um, yeah. uh, then we got to Tommy Time Machine Blues episode four, not five, as it said in our uh, notes because I called it four last week, uh, and I got confused because I sure? I read my own notes and I was watching episode five and I was like. I feel like I've missed a bit, but have I missed a bit because this is a time machine story? And then I saw Niall in the uh, chat saying, "Should this be the episode four? And I was like, "Ah, we haven't been a time machine travel time, yet in this yeah. podcast. We were, we're just we're just about cracked nuclear fusion. Mm. But a time machine can't be can't be far behind. But not whenever. Yet. Oftentimes, when you get the number wrong, Brian, I'm I'm like, ah, obviously my notes are wrong. I, I shan't correct. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. This time they are stuck in the they're stuck in yesterday, yeah. And they've got like it's another case of finagling events from the first episode to happen, to the extent where uh, I can never she's not the Raven Herd girl in this. That's the uh, name of the character in Akashi is the, Akashi's yes the the, the, the very similar name. There's a very similar character from the Night is Short. Essentially asks herself out by getting. I to ask her, make sure to ask me out because you already she, asked me out. In she's my the past. version of her who has been asked out, so she is, and she was like, "Yes, yes. she she has already responded in the affirmative." So yes. it's clearly something she wants. So to get him to ask her out from the past is, is just like, "Yeah, no, I did want that because I did agree to it yes. already." Ask so, me, yeah, be, we'll be okay with this. I I would trust me to. Yeah. Trust me is okay with it because I said yes. Yeah. You have to do it yeah. because yeah. Uh, because you've already done it. it because causality, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. The big thing we're worried about. Of course, the worry gets much worse when somebody leaves the uh, remote control to the air conditioner a hundred years in the past. There's like, you know, the episode. This episode is leading up to him asking her out, but having like having to do it, not to break the universe, kind of thing, rather than doing it because oh. grow pair man. But there is the the many bits where we get it's like ah oh, that's why I, now it's, I get this conversation it's like wrapped up in cling film as well. So I wonder if <laughs> yeah. in the future because yes. because mm-hmm. yeah, so it involves a lot. So. It's, oh, it's a lot. Yeah, just, it's perfectly preserved. It's, That's the fucking key. Yes. I think. Yeah. So I wonder oh, when yeah. they tear down the building in the future, they're going to dig up their remote control, 
in the future and then and break time. Tamura's, no, Tamura's <laughs> then going to travel back in time to give it to the one six months in the future who we see in this one to give to himself to take back. <laughs> so the, the idiots basically have figured out, <clears throat> we've figured out a foolproof method, right? Well, instead of stealing the remote, because that'll break reality, right? We'll wrap it in cling film. And that way, when there's Coca-Cola spilled on it, it'll be grand. Oh, they need the problem? It's they like, do, it they, didn't yeah. have Coca-Cola on it when it spilled Coca-Cola on it, so it fucking wouldn't make yes. sense. They have to fix it at some point as well, though, because it's working in the future. I thought for a second the idiots were thinking mm. that um, that cling film would negate the time damage that it was going to cause, because they're that fucking stupid. Like, one of them was just like, oh, we need to hide the time machine because your man's coming in. It's like, what do we do? Well, we could just go to the yesterday from here like and then come back in like 10 minutes and it'll be gone but he he was dicking about with yes. it. it's like oh yeah i'll do it it's like we're not sending you you're the biggest idiot thing and and, and you just like yeah I, I said it for like 100 years ago and he's like what so the guy who he knows gets trapped in the past at some point to become the legend of the kappa from the swamp um goes back in time 100 years <laughs> <laughs> into a swamp because yeah. there's no building there so i assume he falls like like two stories into a swamp yes which is great uh drags the time <laughs> machine out comes back a moment later to yell at them then he has to apologize because he left the uh remote control behind even though he was doing that he had it in his hands at the time because he was trying to stop the stupid idea that the master's girlfriend had and the master was about mm. to travel 100 years in the past and they were like don't let him do that <laughs> He'll fuck it up. He'll absolutely 100% fuck it up if we send him. Uh, yes, he just um, gets... Didn't they have to hide the time machine because... Oh, it's because the, the, the guy came looking for his other pair of glasses. I didn't yes. realize that was going to be a plot point either. And there's yeah. a time machine there. And they're like, what's that? It's like, that thing there is like, what? They're just ignoring it. And then they lock him in a room, time travel the time machine away, and then let him out. It's like, where's the time machine gone? It's like, what time machine? Yes. What are you talking about? Yeah. So that's why he was acting weird. In the first step yes. time he saw the time machine, he was yeah. like, yeah, there's that fucking time machine again. Because they're having to remind themselves, which one of him is this? This is the one from yesterday. <laughs> He's the one guy who hasn't time traveled yet. Right? Yes, we haven't brought him with us. We brought a lot of people with us. So it's very confusing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So they all have to get on the time machine, except for I, who has to stay behind. Uh, and um, meet, the remaining, yes. meet yesterday's dame off yesterday. the back from the bathhouse. Yes. Hmm. And then get out before he arrives, even though the other people think he's still, he's already been here. Yeah. I was also thinking because of causality, he was going to say, I'll do the naked dance at, in, uh, in order so that they'd think he was going to do the naked dance. But no, they forced that upon him in the in the past as well. Yes. So. If you're going to be a dry shite and i not like go for drinks with us afterwards, you've got to do this thing. But say, no, fuck off, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but then, then like, uh, he, what is it now? Uh, he has to fucking avoid them again. And that is him fucking hiding. He has to hide in the in wardrobe, wardrobe of the room where the Coca Cola has been spilled on the remote, and he's there for the whole scene, trying to avoid yeah. his own stare. Basically, yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty great. Yes, I think the remote control is the main character. I think the remote control is the character. Yeah. Once it ends, you can go back and follow the remote control story, and it that will be the one story which will be entirely linear. Um, yeah, yeah, that would be the the um, the because <laughs> the the order to watch yes. it in following the remote control. <laughs> uh jeez. Particularly if it ends up with the one, if somehow the one in the past is the one they got from the future. Yeah, I, I think it has to be because otherwise a second remote control has appeared from nowhere, and that doesn't feel like how this story is <laughs> going to work. This infinite remote controls and passed through the eons you know it's, it's been there since the fucking beginning of the universe <laughs> yeah because um uh, the, someone's son from the future that that adorably um what adorably scruffy character yeah lovingly yeah. scruffy character has basically went i'll solve this pretty easy I'll, I'll see you in a minute and he goes to the future takes the remote control that they have functional in the future from himself <laughs> just like, i oh. knew i would do this one day <laughs> oh yeah here you go no bother um it's like, yeah, because it was working in the future. I mean, like, that building's going to be torn down in my time. Because it is incredibly old. It's incredibly old yeah. here. So what do you think it's going to be like in, like, 20 fucking years? Like, come on. The condition still works, though. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the, the AC still works. Pretty durable. The remote control was a bad idea for an interface, but it still fucking works that many years later. So that's a pretty impressive, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's now the mystery. It's like, why is it working in the future when it's, the remote control's not working now? Uh, <laughs> It's sort of like, you know, the reason it doesn't have buttons on the front is because, you know, if the remote doesn't fit, it just seems like you're like, you know, evolved telepathy to actually turn it on or something. It's from the year 30,000 or something. Mm-hmm. 
then we've got Pui Pui Molkar Driving School, Episode 9, Heart Racing Lessons on the Moon, in which the Molkars go to the moon for a driving lesson. A grand day out. Uh, you got to learn how to drive in zero gravity, man. It's basic fucking car maintenance. Uh, one of the new ones whose name I don't know spots a rabbit and chases it. Uh, and then there's some meteors that breaks the carrot of the rabbit. Then they're discovered by some astronauts riding a mole car. That mole car, for some reason, doesn't need a mask to be on the moon. It's like acclimatised to space. Okay. <laughs> and then it, it turns, when, when... turns out it was all occurring. It was Lord all a dream. Of mole like, car. <laughs> it wasn't a dream because they have the space carrot <laughs> at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. And they couldn't eat it on the moon because they were all wearing oxygen masks and tanks. <laughs> it's, one of, it's one of those dreams, yeah, where you trying to eat food, but your mouth is melted off, and you just think, mm, oh. mm. very scary. Yeah. Uh, that was anyway. Some some different sets from the driving school. I watched uh, the episode this week of Don Brothers was about a driving school, yeah. and I don't know whether. It, this helped me with watching that, or that helped me understand Pui Pui Mole Car Driving School. But regardless, it was a mm. very similar situation as to Pui Pui Mole Learning Car. how to drive on the moon? Yeah. And they well, were on the moon, it, but the general ah. driving school. It's like, it's like when you're going to take you out to the big empty car park, you know, what's yeah. more empty than the moon? You know, it's easy to drive around. You won't <laughs> yeah. crash in it. It might be in a crater, but it'll be easy to lift it out because there's a lesser gravity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then it's Welcome to Demon School, a rumor. Oh, they could do driving lesson episodes of this as well. Welcome to Demon School, a rumor. <laughs> yeah. uh, season three, episode nine, the Doro Doro Brothers provocation, in which we get a backstory on the Doro Doro Brothers, and we get a backstory on the training the lads did with Balam. Because um, I, I was watching the whole time, and I was like, "We're going to get our master back," and I was like. Is that the master they're talking about? And in this episode, it's like, no, this is a case of mistaken identity. It's just immediately when you, when you see that there's a master, he hasn't got weird bird feet, though, so it's not <laughs> They do the thing of faking out with the furry collar, though, so, yes. yeah. It's the wrong color if you were paying attention. <laughs> yes. And also, he then takes his mask off, and we see it's the guy we suspected it would have been based on the background we'd been given for him. Um, mm. I'm pretty sure it's Balam talking into that uh, Plague Doctor mask, though, right? The same actor? To make you think it's supposed to be him it's either that or that guy doing an impression of him. Could be, yes. Um, mm. Also, he did not seem to uh, love the brothers as much as the brothers thought he loved them. Either. Oh, man. Well, it, it, it's mostly because when they're like, oh, man, we got to get our master back. Yeah, he was a super badass soldier of war and, like, always womanizing and doing all the things. They're like, really? Balam? I mean, like... He's fair, like he's not really much of a presence, and he's badass. That's just what Grace on at the end after defeated him before and saying, "Well, like you know, just maybe he's got that, that kind of that kind of like you know uh, kind of easy thing going on." But therefore, and saying, "Yeah, man, he's always womanizing around. They're all about women. He's always getting very kind of touchy with us, though. Very touchy, very I... like patting our heads and stuff. It's like <laughs> head pats. What the fuck? <laughs> um, it's like yeah, you wouldn't because you're not you're not talking about the same guy, you idiots." But the reason he took the brothers of the wing is because they have this, uh, their blood uh, magic is... Uh, Very annoying voices. Yes. Mm. Uh, it makes your people's uh, blood level rise. Uh, and uh, they took on the new names of the Dorodoro brothers because they quit school immediately. It's like, it's a, it's a power nobody envies. But of course, from, we yeah. know from Furfur, uh, we know of Furfur, yes, he would love this power because he loves winding people up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, absolutely. I got to get you boys on side. That's going to be hilarious. Uh, mm. Yes. And so he was using it against the lads, but uh, they cottoned on and then they deal with them uh, by uh, Aspidaeus uh, by... going to, into his evil cycle. Yeah. Because he can force uh, it now. That's the thing they learned to do. It, yeah. By a combination of, of, of training, meditation and strong drugs. <laughs> yes uh, the good drug the bad drug the good drug the bad drug you know back and forth with that and just until you get the hang of it um but they, you have to do it in pairs because if you do this alone you're not coming back from it so yeah, the other guy has to know your um your your safe, safe word yes mm. uh which is for of course Asmodeus, <laughs> a rumor so yes you have the sight of and one man calling out a different man's name to turn the other man back to normal. But also, Asmodeus' evil cycle appears to him just letting his inhibitions down. 
does yeah he drunk, appears drunk and horny drunk. yeah so that that's mostly like how he appears to be evil not angry i mean like he's very violent but no. yeah drunk and horny mostly uh, he lets his hair down literally i think yeah he does yes he literally thing. lets his hair down yes <laughs> uh, and then we get this the smoothest animation of the episode of him going wild uh Mm. Also in a cartoon manner by grabbing things by his legs and bashing them from side to side. Um, yeah, it seems a very dangerous way, but I guess it gives these... And I guess we know we're teased with uh, Sabnock doing the same at some point. Yes, yeah, yeah. And what, what that would look like, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah so, uh, yeah, they managed to get the... this. It's a giant bird which has like a fruit dangling from its neck that they yeah. fight. It's yeah. a big flamingo with a, with a tasty apple hanging off. Yeah. Yeah. They just, they just <laughs> wanted a fucking apple. I think they fucking killed the bird in the process of this. <laughs> well, as long Bonus as they points. didn't get tricked into killing one of the two brothers, which was their plan. It's just like, uh, we'll get them to attack us and then they'll get disqualified. It's like, oh god, he's going to kill us. We're, yeah. we're in a lot of fucking trouble. So one of us gets the points. Uh... Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got Spy Family episode twenty-two, the underground tennis tournament, the Campbelldon, in which it <laughs> goes firmly into Shonen Jump territory. Um, yep, yep. As we get a secret underground tennis tournament, this is the mission uh, that they were to go on, which was mentioned last week when she wasn't trying to break up the marriage. I appreciate that last week. It was just uh, she goes to the house, she arrives, and they have a conversation, and it's all animated on threes. And then this is the one they were saving the animation for the tennis tournament, obviously. Yeah. Painting with a hidden code in a private collection, line that is due with ties to shade individuals. He has an underground tennis tournament. uh, The winner winner of which can carry anything from his hoard. Mm. Yes, it was. Well, it's an underground instrument. Yeah, so that the black market dealers and mafia dons are betting on it. No, it's fun, brutal, no holds bad right. But yeah, I understand that. What, why tennis, though? Why not? <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciated. I think it was her explanation of it. Just like I just figured he was into tennis. You know, I was just like tennis is his thing, and therefore everyone's mad gambling on tennis and screaming at the competitors and everything. No, yeah. Twilight. This is the mission for me. I, I didn't decide it would be tennis. <laughs> this is what we got to work with. Okay, focus up. <laughs> Uh, so she's constructing an identity where they're a married pair of amateur tennis players <laughs> so that lots of strangers screaming obscenities at them while they bet on them um, will know that they are married in this scenario. Yeah. Yes. And uh, she's gone for the, uh, the of course, tennis anime uniform of the long blonde wig with the uh, curls at the, the curls. end. The mm-hmm. curls. Yes. Whereas he, he looks more like Solid Snake as a tennis player. Um, I don't know. Uh, he's a headband. So <laughs> kind of like the fucking uh, John McEnroe. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of like, no, the, the bad boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was wondering if it was that or Jimmy Connors, just because I've seen Jimmy Connors as the go- as a go-to reference in anime tennis <laughs> episodes before. Mm. Um, yeah, so uh, he claims that he's dabbled a bit, does Twilight, uh, in tennis. He practiced with his family, just... For this mission, you know. Just, and it turns like... out the pair of them are incredibly good. But the problem is, the opposition, after the first couple of matches, just cheat. We had a couple mm. of guys who take massive amounts of drugs to make themselves incredibly muscular in a way that I suspect would not mm. help you play tennis. Like, it's good to be muscular for tennis. It, it yeah. is. But, that, yeah, that's going to slow you down more so than anything. Um, for the, for the first uh, fucking the two dudes. They were retired ago, like, pros, yeah. yeah. retired pros have been training now. And fun, we train for tennis this. in the mountains. We never stop the art of tennis. <laughs> you lost your eye for this, man. It's tennis. <laughs> it would barely be attacked by bears while practicing tennis yeah. and shit. Yeah, it's, it's not fucking clear, but it is weird. Uh, and then the pair of them get gassed in the changing rooms, uh, but they manage to block most of it off. Uh, for the final, like holding is, their breath for ten minutes. Yes, which is against the uh, the children of the guy who's running the tournament, and they've got uh, engine powered rackets. And yeah, one's they're... got an extendo whip cracker, and the other, the guy of the the sibling pair has a, a rocket racket, yes. rocket racket. Um, and I did appreciate in this, like they show how they counteract their cheating methods. While never explaining it, like it, 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 it does go full shonen, but it doesn't explain it. It's like, ah, he hit the ball close to his head so he couldn't set off the rockets close to his fucking face or something. It's like, it doesn't it doesn't talk down to its audience. It feels like, yeah, you can see how they're playing against them and their cheaty yes. ways. They lose the first set, but then they come back in the second. And so they have to start hmm. cheating even more by moving bits of the court around. Um, <laughs> mm, it's a and, trick court. 
that's how cliffhanger is like how are they going to get past this next bit of cheating this next hmm. level of cheating uh yeah. i do I, yeah as you mentioned now they do call themselves or rather she has called them the phonies is the family <laughs> name they're given and so you have the commentators constantly referring to them as the phony pair uh that's very good <laughs> yeah yeah uh, this is just really interesting she wants to she wants to impress them you know um and you can be like another you know, partner of both on and off the court, you know. It keeps cutting into like her fantasies in her head, or like again, her, her outside I sound like a complete asshole dialogue, and her interior is like, oh, you're seeing me, Twilight. You're seeing how good I'm playing tennis. Um, yeah, she, she's uh, she but thinks she, this is going to win him over. Yeah, yeah, but she's letting the emotion in. It's, it's affecting her game. She's going too hard, too fast. Mm-hmm. So I was talking about Nightfall. You can't. You, you, you let's only some emotion in, but. You know, it's okay mm. if, you, if you care about people. It's okay to say that. Uh, and meanwhile, uh, there's a little scene with uh, your Anya and Bond, where Anya almost gives away that she can read people's minds. Uh... <laughs> but fortunately, her mother is like every other character in this show, also stupid. So, yeah. yeah. Well, like she... her mom's worrying is like, oh my god, she said he's going to like an office tennis thing. So is that is that woman going to be there? And she... is he going to go off and marry her because she's way better at tennis and shit? And it's like, I'm maybe I should kill her. No, I can't be thinking about killing her. I can't. I can only kill for the government. I can't kill for my own personal yeah. needs. That's wrong. She says like a particular line, and then Anya's re- response to it by saying, uh, "Don't worry, mommy." And then. She's like, did she re- how how she know what I was thinking? And then she says, uh, I'm sure Dad will re- win a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but that does get we... sort of work to assail her fears because it reaffirms this like Lloyd's grand. Don't worry about. Lloyd. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, because the, the other thing about Lloyd during the mission is of course he's completely professional and does everything professionally. Yeah, mm. yeah. It, it, even that you're having even those, those like flashes of the old killer instinct coming in and responses. This is like, yeah, like you, I don't, you know, you like Lloyd and that. But maybe you didn't like him in that way. If only if he wasn't around, some um, some this fun house cat coming in here. Yeah, <laughs> oh, she, the line, the dialogue also. Well, her thought to the dialogue also makes it clear that uh, internal monologue would actually be the correct phrase I should be using. Yeah. Um, also makes it clear part of the reason she wants to stay with Lloyd is to avoid being constantly monitored by her brother. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to make him worry slash I want him like to grow the fuck up and live his own fucking life away from me and my husband and child and dog. Um, it's fine to call it dialogue sometimes because Anya is aware of yes, their monologue. Yeah. So that makes it dialogue and sometimes is directly responding to it like in this scene. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, so that that's always the other element in the situation. Mm. It's like, okay, it's, it's always like they, it's the the will they won't you will they won't they, even though they kind of already have. Arr. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, but yeah, the, there's yeah. The, the, there's always the other elements from both sides. It's from her side, it's her brother, and from your uh, Lloyd's side, it's the job. Uh, yeah, it, it's it, it. The show does such a wonderful job of like the the internal monologue versus the external. What they're actually saying and trying to hide what they're thinking, and even what they don't think themselves. But you also have a small child there in most scenes who can um, tell what's going on, but is a stupid small child, so can't really do anything about yes. it. <laughs> mm. Um. Yeah, it's. Uh, sorry, I'm just thinking about the current chapters where it is. Uh, there's some very funny stuff in that, as well as big. Probably the most serious it's been so far. Yeah, um, yeah. We've got. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Dal. No, 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 it's mine. Sorry. Uh, Pop Team Epic, Series 2, Episode 10, The Kingdom of Nature. Uh, we start off with another CG animation from Toshiyuki Aoyama. Uh, what are they making which is going to use some rare sugar in it? Uh, a, a kind of cake, I think. Uh, some kind yes, of cake. Yeah. And how much are we going to use a tiny amount, this much? And then PPB holds the finger and thumb infinitesimally close to each other, and we zoom in and zoom out and twirl around and generally become dizzy before the credits even started. Mm. Uh, then we got a Kamikaze Doga short where Pepico is at the zoo and there's the opportunity to shake hands with an otter. Um right. Why does she threaten to rearrange its shape? Because the otter like squeezes her oh, and also yes, like jams it. her thumb down, that's like it's it, in yeah. a, a thumb, thumb wrestling wrestle. kind of thing. 
it's, it's being aggressive with a handshake, you know, like someone who grabs you just by the fingers, that kind of shit. It's like, come on, man, you're better than that. Um, <laughs> then there's another Kamikaze Duga short where Popoko is waiting by a mouse hole with a hammer and he's trying to entice Unu Maru, who apparently is some sort of squid, out of the mouse hole. That thing was on the logo as well. So is that like a different character that they have a license with, like Square Enix or something like that? Uh, and then is it threatening her as well, her back? I can't remember what it's doing. Uh, it back shoots her it. with a revolver through the head. That's it. And she and, shatters like yes. she's made of ceramic. And she's trying to grab it. And then it's trying to put a cigarette out in her hand. Um, <laughs> it's very Tom and Jerry, basically. Yeah. Um, there's Akbu shorts where Popco is up in front of the judge. And the judge is like, take a step forward, defendant, take a step to the right, take a step back, take a step to the left. And essentially, it's just. Yes. Maybe laugh four times. Then there's lots of Kamikaze Doga this episode. Popoko is so healthy. And then she munches a load of tablets. And then she, PP for me, declares once again that Popoko is so healthy. And the second follow-up, Popoko is very confident as she jumps in front of flashing signs of go. There's, uh, is this, yeah, this is the one with the uh, the dance the music, thing. yeah, uh, the rainbow, and then the PPV is like drugs, <laughs> <laughs> drugs, uh, which is presumably drugs. the t- pill she was taking in the previous shot. Um, mm. Then we get to the, the longest shot, which is still quite short. Uh, Super Neko Company, the Kingdom of Nature. It appears to be a nature documentary, then it quickly turns into some sort of uh, game show. Where... They're watching the footage, and you're going to have to answer a question about the footage. Like, no, 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 you're, you're too soon. You're, you're buzzing in too soon, Cthulhu. Like, fucking, wait a minute, wait a minute. Or it's a prompt? The video is a prompt for a joke you have to well, make well, or something? You, you, get, you get more of that because it's like, no, there's differences between both parts. And yes. uh, in yeah. the second part, you have a little boxing in the corner and they're talking over, over the, over the <laughs> documentary for this is going on. So it's probably mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah, right. You know, so well, some stupid thing. It's one of these like daytime variety shows. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. little fucking yes. little funny game they're doing. Or something. Yeah. The contestants <laughs> are Popoko, Cthulhu and the Alithotep. Who can't seem to get a word in edgeways? He's got his hand raised, but you have to hit the buzzer and yell to the tip. Come on! <laughs> it's just nice to be here. No, I've had a great day out. My family will be proud of me. Yeah, all the users uh, Then uh, Jinichi Yamamoto short. Uh, I forgot, didn't write down the breed of bird that live in Japan's uh, parks. Piccolino. Yes. Piccolino. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, the narrator is reciting when he was in a park as a boy, and uh, these birds landing on the sort of the metal bar, which stops people driving into the park. And then uh, we zoom out to where Popoko and PPB are in government agents, and they use these birds and the metal bar to blow up a meteor which is about to destroy the planet Earth. Mm, that's what they're there for to yeah. save the children of Earth. Yes, protect mm. children's smiles. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then one of them gives a wink to camera as it ends. Mm. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Uh, Very simple but effective. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, rest of, laser. the rest of Kamikaze Doga ones. There's coffee refills. Uh, oh God! Yeah, that one's intense. Yeah, that's fairly intense. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, yes. It's uh, PPB is serving coffee at her cafe. Popico is the customer. She wants some coffee refills, and then. It just becomes uh, like a, a nightclub. And then uh, PPB goes, asks another customer if she would like a refill. And she's like trying to say no thank you in a way to get this woman to leave her alone. Uh, but uh, PPB is having none of it. Hard cut to the end to the next <laughs> one, which is just another Final Fantasy advert. Uh, mm. This time they're playing Mahjong. <laughs> I, I thought my my hearing was going or like a, an alert was going off and I was like what the fuck is that and I was like oh it's the alert in the game that the character yeah. is trying to ring him and I was like oh okay so it tricked love, me that's how it is I know how curious are trying to play like um, I play Outrun and we should be like heading downtown for a rumble with the <laughs> Yamaguchi Gumi uh, then the girls get stuck into a I knew you would say that chain um, where they just constantly say I knew you were going to say whatever it was they were about to Free say. Free combo! Uh, until one of them flubs their lines um, and then they start and again. Th- yeah. Uh, 
that was the one which reminded me most of uh, Harry Hill bit. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> the final bit is they're in another first person shooter. Uh, and again, Popeco is showing off her ability with guns, I think to the same person who PPM killed during the PUBG episode. Uh, it's just the same avatar. Yes, it's, it is. It's what yeah. they, all the jerks use, yeah. Uh, and then it was just a bunch of animals in the end credits, wasn't it? Animal drawings. Yeah, yeah. 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 went to Animal Park. It was lovely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is. I've already watched next week's episode, so this one was fading a bit into... Uh, <laughs> yeah, a it's bit a, compared to it. This is okay, you know. I think... The driving like ones even just too serious now, where it's just a couple of sketches not doing anything completely wild, like the whole acting mm. one or anything like that. Uh, and I thought, like, ah, the guy hit me before. This one kind of, yeah, faded out a bit. But they still had like extra bits in the second part. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, I suppose. Uh, um, part of it is because I watched the next The next one's got the guys who do Kiryu and Majima in it. Um, yes. <laughs> okay. And he's got a big section where the girls are a man's eye act. Um, yeah. I was trying to, I, I get, I know the lads parts in this were the, the back of man. Yes. Do all. Uh, I was trying to get figure out what, what, what was the thing with this besides that they were both named Kumiko. Though, yes. The, one of them, I think her original <laughs> yeah, name yeah. is the same name as what the other one uses as her oh, performing right. name. But I think also. So they get that, confused with each other, so let's put them in the same fucking show. Quite possibly, yeah. I, I looked on some Japanese blogs and they were similarly confused. The other connection is. I think they're somehow both connected to Ka- Takishobo. Hmm. Um, and I, I, I forgot to write down. Apparently, there's some connection with the people playing. Uh, Cthulhu and Nyarlathotep as well. Um, oh, okay. But uh, yeah, I didn't write it all down. Yes, again, <laughs> the only obvious one, as I say, they've got share the same name to the extent of one of them used to be called the name that the other one's got. Uh, but uh, but maybe they are just, they are good friends as well. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that's it for Pop Team Epic. Uh, then we got me and Roboco episode one. Bondo and Roboco, which we had to watch using the evil powers of the internet, because um, no one's if picked you it up. Don't give it to us. We have to steal it. Like this, is what, this is what Roboco <laughs> would approve of. No, maybe <laughs> yes. necessary. Yeah, probably. I mean, like Bondo wouldn't, because he's he's official all the fucking way. But Roboco, absolutely. Hmm. I realise what will be a good indicator as to current Crunchyroll's uh, approach to shorts is if they pick up second season of Oh Suddenly Egyptian God when it shows up next year. Ah, yeah, yeah. Because mm. um, no one's picked this up. It's a three-minute short in a five-minute slot, and it is an adaptation of the first chapter of Me and Robico. Uh, it which... feels like longer than three minutes because of the sheer amount crammed in there. It's yeah. dense. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it's a machine gun of gags. Um, mm. uh, yeah, it is uh, this kid, Bondo. He wants a, uh, ro- a robot maid. His mum says no. Then no pervy me. robots allowed. Yes, no pervy robots. You won't be a pervy robot. Look at all the good things a robot man can do. Okay, we'll get one. One shows up, and it looks like... Um, uh, I would say it looks bully... like a Beano character yeah, with, Nappa's, Beano, yeah. with Nappa's needs. Yeah. Bully, yeah. Yes, it looks like Bully Beef in a maid's dress with Nappa's needs. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and then she shows off her amazing maid skills, uh, like making a... Uh, what's her, the meal she makes... Oh, oh yeah, manly dinner. Manly man dinner. <laughs> yeah, the manly man dinner. Because <laughs> you think she's going to say, "Oh, well, rice." It's I. I give you a hint. It's got rice in it. It's like, what is it? Is uh, it normal rice? It's like, no. It's oh yeah, <laughs> manly dinner. Which is this house rice. has been destroyed. Oh. Is it rice with a bottle of Fanta in it? It and is. Like I, can't, I can't remember what the third ingredient is because the bottle the of Fanta, Fanta just sticking, distracts yes. me completely. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's a. Uh, it, I think it's probably the, one of the first iconic images of this uh, comic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It, it's it's me and Roboco in anime form. Um, yeah. Uh, I quite like I think the Roboco voice works better than I was expecting it to it's not the voice of Roboco I have in my head but it is very funny so that's fine yes. yeah uh, what's the guy the way it packs it in there's some great, great timing in there where he says mm. opening and closing the front door point in 
Tropic. I'm not doing it with this. Oh, sorry, some fists of the North Star goons because she stole yes. her motorbikes and all clothes about. And then she's fucking beating them all up. And then they got her, that other panel that always stuck with me. She's inside the, like, shoved the fucking uh, wooden sort of up their arses and then <laughs> deposited them around the <laughs> ring around her. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I didn't want to see that either. Mm. And as well, like, you know, she's just, you know, destroying things you can have, like charging up, like, her fucking energy can or putting things out or just doing, like, I'm going to do a Kamehameha to do the dishes or something like that. Let's see all of that, you know, animated, you know, just in the ways, like, those whole things are done. And. Mm. <laughs> Um, just, just adds a little bit more to it now. Funny, it's, it's definitely all there in the comic. It's very apparent, but you kind of see it just rush together like this. Because uh, usually, yeah. I, I, I about fifteen pages and reading it in it, but it's probably one of the longer things I read because there's always so yes. much. Um, there's a lot going on. Yeah, it it makes me think though. I was like, am I reading when I'm reading the comic? Am I reading it quick enough? Because based off of this, clearly not. I'm not. <laughs> no, it's just like but, okay. wow, and through that fucking I'm, thing. I'm good. We all all had the same response because that was my feeling as well. <laughs> I was yeah. like. Oh wow! This get, this moves faster than I read a chapter. <laughs> this is just a chapter. <laughs> it's just again because like the fucking visual kind of gags and things, there might be a little fucking thing on that. You're just seeing them kind of like move, and it's like you're able to kind of like yeah, keep that yeah. up, and then on the other side, you're basically to keep up with sort of bit of what's going on in the scene. I think it mm. kind of gets it yeah. off like that. Particularly very important. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Darth. Go ahead. Because it's very more very important too that they get fries. Uh, we've always seen a little bit of them this time, but Motsuo yes. and Gorilla Gachi. Uh, yes. Do <laughs> the preview basically of them. Yeah. Yeah. Because we the little kind of hint of fun. Say, no, they're they're like the local bullies, but they're actually totally solid lads. Parts of gold, apparently. It, yeah, he he imagines his friends taking the piss out of him. It's like you, you, know, you haven't ordered made order yet. We all have ordered maids. It's like yeah, we're rooting, rooting for you, man. We know you can do it. They like bully him because they're his best friends. That kind of way. It's it's a weird relationship. It's a weird fucking comic. So yeah. it is. And yeah, we should make clear if you've never read the comic, this is not like a four panel gag strip. This is a full no, no. Shonen Jump strip as long as a chapter of One Piece. So you think that yeah. sometimes One Piece will stretch less than a single chapter out to twenty five minutes. <laughs> this takes an <laughs> entire chapter and squashes it down to three. Mm. That, it's that, impressive, yeah. That's probably the best way to describe the rate at which it moves. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it, power will only grow. I mean, uh, <laughs> there's so many, like, uh, besides just, like, you know, just the rapid fire, fucking the actual fun dialogue, guys. There's so many, like, just, uh, it's like, it's like Shonen Jump comics, and it mm. is very open about that love. And now they can like, express that because. Isn't thing, thing just done in the style of the comic that they're, that they're kind of parodying? Now it's going to be done in the style of the animation of the comic that it was parodying, yeah. which there are many. So yes. you get to have so much of that into the mix as well. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it's great. You'll have to seek it out for yourself, though. Um, yeah, that's the unfortunate we're part. We're rooting for you. Uh, hmm. Episode 2 is out, so um, we'll have something to talk about next week. i got to go. Mob Psycho, <laughs> Part 3, Episode 10, Mob 2, Rival. Previously on Mob Psycho, Rival, Mob was killed. Uh, and sent to a fantasy world of... No, he's, he's actually unconscious <laughs> and bleeding out. Uh, but then his body gets up, but uh, with something else moving it around. And uh, he ends up running into various other psychics we've met throughout the series who try and put a stop to the rampage that uh, Mob's body is now going on. Well, you say running into it, but he's very slowly walking to the park to meet, to confess to the girlfriend. <laughs> yep. Is basically <laughs> what's gonna... happening as the world is destroyed yeah. as he's going. Yeah. Yeah. I've got something to do. I'm going to mess you up if you get in my way. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, like the initial thing, like I... I nearly felt bad for him because of what was about to fucking happen, but the the driver kind of going, oh my god, I, I've run over a kid, and everyone's going, like, oh, and he's like, I better call an ambulance. It's like, wait, my phone's freaking out. What's happening? And then the, like, the it, the entire pavement cracks around Mob, and it's like, oh, this is bad. This mm. is very bad for everyone, everyone near Mob right now. Hmm. It's a little thing. We know, we know if there's other, other presence that's inside him when he, like, when, when he breaks the gate, essentially. And... Yeah. Yes. I guess that, that could happen to one one. Well, if he's been knocked unconscious, but he's like, you know, if his brain isn't fully like, you know, like off, then that's just going to come out. And I guess it's just his ultimate manifest. No, if the gauge goes up, it's going to be an explosion of his own outburst of whatever he's feeling at the moment in time. So that was like kind of gradually kind of building up. Um, yeah. So yeah. 
It wasn't it wasn't maxed out. You kind of did him with an okay thing, but this is like these all seem like, like the most extreme expression of that. So hence, I am like hundred percent uh, smitten. So I gotta go like, and like and, and like confess to her. And no force in this universe will stop him from doing that. <laughs> whatever it is, it can't be reasoned with. It can't be done with. And Hanazawa, he does his best. God, God bless him. He's, he's a rival. Yeah, I gotta be the one who's like on the par with you. I've been training too. I'm pretty good at the old psychic stuff now. Yeah, he is. He's he's much better than he was. But, and yeah. it's just, he is, but it's just seeing him getting progressively just more, more messed up. Uh, <laughs> and it's like psychic battle and spills out into like a crowded civilian area. And it's just, and that's the kind of thing if one's in mob would never do. It's just the thing he's most afraid of his powers. But it's just whatever this is, whatever it's him is fucking uh, just fucking putting all that fun out in him. And then it's like yeah. Hannah's always kind of getting him in there, and the body is moving, is messing stuff up, and Mob is can kind of hear this because it's like I'm trapped inside my own body, and it's fucking doing horrible things to the power I've never, I've never ever like consider. Like Hannah's always trying afraid to, of. he's trying to get through to Mob. Like he's like, I know this isn't who you are. I know you're not the kind of person to hurt people with your powers or use them selfishly and that kind of thing. So he's trying to fight for the mob that he likes, the mob that he believes in, and that kind of thing. And the mob can mob can see it from the inside, but he can't do anything about it. Um, and he's like, yeah, you can attack me. This is see, Don't see this as me right now. Like, attack me fully kind of thing. Don't hold back. But he's not trying to fight him. He's trying to protect all the people around is, the, is more so the thing he's concerned with, which is why, in his mind, he absolutely wins. Um, he saves he's all those survival. people. He sure did. Yeah. Mm. So... But uh, he did get really fucked up in the process. And of course, he loses a bunch of hair because Again. <laughs> that's inevitable. Like. Uh, uh, and then the next people to run into him are Kayoma and Sakurai at the... Uh, I was like, I know these guys, but I can't remember what they're from. But as soon as they manifested their powers, I was like, oh yeah, you lads. Yeah, yeah also we get a little... got a sensible haircut now. Yes, yeah, so we get a little <laughs> bit of a flashback with Kayama fighting Mob. And I think that's to... I think he got into question mark, question mark, question mark around that time as well so i think it was yeah, like a nice yeah, handy yeah. reference to uh give you a clue as to uh, what's happening here remember, remember, remember when he messed him up yeah, yeah that was the start of all this oh okay. like that. yeah that's yeah. handy yeah and then we see uh also there is a plane full of psychic prisoners being brought to town to fight uh Bob's body uh, and his powers. I appreciated that again, showing the old villains that it was just like they're working in a convenience store now. They've turned a new leaf. They're going to get fucked up by Mob anyway. Yes. And then the Suicide Squad of psychics, um, yes, has to parachute in because technology doesn't work anywhere near him. But two of you think you're better than the rest of them because one of you is the <clears throat> defeated former leader of Scar or the Claw. Yeah, which one now? Because they all yeah, had scars, didn't they? Yeah, but why weren't it the subdivision yeah, of the team? The, the other one, yes. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, it's a bit of from the previous, from the previous <laughs> series. It's just, you know, it's that, that dickhead, you know, with the red hair. His son seems to be all right. I haven't seen him around him. I'm sure we'll see him very soon because we're going to need fun. Everybody yes. all hands on deck to deal with this. Hmm. Yes, uh, yes, but, it's Joseph as well. He's the uh, the guy who was sent in to infiltrate. Yeah, Claw was the overall organization. That, yeah. uh, and, and Scar was the particular group. Scar was yeah. the group they faced in the first series that KR okay. and the other guy were part of. Yeah, it's just, like, well, getting Hannah's out fucking like like uh, just bet up like that. Well, we're bringing a dude who you know you won't feel too bad about seeing him fighting him getting getting wrecked. Uh, It'll probably like hold it up a bit better because he hasn't had like decades to charge up though, so we'll see you know, what he does this time. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't, I do, I do episodes where it makes that time for yeah, of course, because someone like Mob around, like someone like Kanazawa, like no, he'll have his, his moments, but he won't ever be like on the par with it again. That's not how it works. So when if you see that character, kind of secondary hero, the hero's buddy, you know, um, mm. they get in that fight, they put on a hard interest, but they're gonna probably gonna lose anyway. Uh, they fucking lose like a champ, you know? Yeah, it, it, like when he, before he fucking faints, basically, and says, it's like, I, I guess this time I won. Because what he was trying to do was get through the mob and save all the people in the residential area, uh, which he did. So it's just like, yep, uh, that's that was me doing achieving what I set out to do, even though I didn't beat you, because beating you was not what I was trying to do. Yeah. I think it felt a bit like uh, like what? like Caesar from from Jojo Part Two, like you know, mm-hmm. like he was like a champ. 
and all even though Pop wins most of the time in, in Dragon Quest, uh, like, <laughs> yeah. he still has those kind of things to run. Obviously, Dai is the main character. He's going to like win the fight, no for fun, grit and things. But I'm just kind of like kind of really grind it out. And if I don't win, I will definitely push my opponent like past their limit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't. So it doesn't. Toichiro say something to the other prisoners, particularly the one he beats up. Um, that he's like he's the only one there who can understand. Mom. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, it, it's I think it's like a maybe like a one piece type situation where it's not that he's come around and he's a good guy now. It's just that it's like I get where this kid's coming from because I get lost now. That kind of thing. Yeah, well, it's he's also he, he viewed everybody as less than him because there was really yes. nobody on a par with him. But then there was mm-hmm. like he was this dude who found the seeds on him, and with all that power, he decides not to try and take over the world. He decides to just do the reality. Kobe, which is not the you no know, one yeah. thing. I'm. I understand what it feels like. You know, be this omnipotent psychic fucking like power esper thing, and could be that as well. Yeah, do with yeah. it. So I'm the only like you know. I I know what that weight is like, and mm-hmm. what you choose to do with it. And he I mean, does I'm, do the badass thing of jumping out of the plane without the parachute. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I choose to do it. I'm 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 in prison now. I'm going to be let out and released to try and take and get yeah. back in this mess again. I, I guess so. the difference might be is that he chose to do something with it, and Bob chooses not to do something with it, and yeah. that's that's yeah. my maybe what's led to. Uh, this situation in the first place. Mm. Uh, just touching on so many things that he grapples with, he didn't want to kind of use this thing. Like, it likes being of, of help for it, you know, when he does use it, but he couldn't conscience, you know, like, like got let loose and wrecking stuff, and this is all his worst fears happening. He's trapped in his own body, you know, and he's, he's conscious for it this time, and it's like just living out this, this waking nightmare for him. Mm, and you see, like, it cuts to people, like, it cuts to, to Reagan and your man in the office going, like, they might have to do something about it because now it's on the news and people are like, wait a minute, isn't that mob? They're, like, the, the muscle squad are like, I recognize those muscles. That's yeah. mob, you know, that kind of thing when they're in the, the fallout shelter because everyone thinks it's, it's like a natural disaster, like an earthquake. Um, but you also have, like, uh, the, the girl, he was going to confess to waiting in the park is like, eh, he's he did turn late. up. Mm. Mm. You probably don't want him to show up in the state, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, gotta remember, Serizawa was one of the ultimate five in Claw, so he's got a yeah. fair, he's got a fair bit of power he could use mm. to uh, help out here. What are the so other guys doing? Reagan, there's the, uh, yeah, I know, <laughs> but uh, there's the guy, the guy, at the flower shop. Uh, yeah, um, God, who the... haven't we checked in on in a while? Yeah, uh, uh, I was just checking who are the other guys. I remember all the scares, you know, there was the dude with the whip to the mustache, yes. there was like the, the musty woman, there was like the dude, there's kind of Jimmy Hendrix looking guy with the lasers. Uh, there was, was it, was it your man who put all the all he put all the ghosts in the pot and makes them eat each other and they get the, get the yes. worst ghost of them all? But maybe Dimple ruined this whole thing with that. Um, yeah, it could be. Uh, uh oh, there was and the... then. Then of the big guys, then there was um, the teleporter. Guy like, the guy was guy was like Hitman because he had the fucking he had no eyes, but like he had the he could kind of see everything and teleport mm. around. It's a real dick. Uh, Hiroshi Shibata is the he's a big muscular guy, uh, same hair as talking to Bino, or I think it might be Dandy. Uh, Pansy Potter, the strong man's daughter, arrived. <laughs> uh, the, uh, arrived, which works when you're Scottish, but not when you're not Scottish. <laughs> Uh, he had the psychosteroid ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, he became very skinny afterwards. Um, uh, oh, and the other guy is, we did see him, he was piloting the aeroplane. Uh, yeah, yeah, because your man yes. actually reacts to Oh, yeah, he was the. <clears throat> yes, right. a Tory, yeah. <clears throat> and what was his ability? He had. He control electronic equipment and signals at will. So yes, probably not. Probably good to fly a plane. Oh yeah, into he, was, a, he was a good to fly plane into a, 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 a one, dead yeah. zone of psychicness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. So I guess we're missing the the teleporter who got thoroughly humiliated and uh, the strong guy who we none of us could remember. Um, <laughs> I mean, Reagan, Megan finished him off. Uh, yeah. That's that's how I want to live down when you were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you might turn up, yes, you know. Uh, but this, this, this is the way they end the whole like like thing altogether. So mm-hmm. like bring back anybody again, you know, on like like gonna do that, you know. And even we've just been seeing them like you know, they're ha- they've had their ha- most of them have had a happy endings, you know. From you, you gotta like settle down, and get a real job now. No, no, no more of this like psychic like from cults and domination and stuff. You gotta like yeah, I mean like those two the the two thuggish guys with the with the hex spiral fucking thing and the, the I can turn things into swords, including tongs. Um. 
It's just like they're they're there to defend the convenience mart that they work in. It's just like we got to do this for the manager. Come on, let's do it. it they're you get to see the characters grow and stuff. And even when your man's checking Twitter to see what's going on with, with the news of like, oh, there's a lot of natural disasters in town today. What's up with that? And people are like, is that that place where the fucking broccoli was? Mm. You know, because people are just like, yeah, that one weird fucking town where all the weird shit happens. Yeah. I guess it can't all be as easy that, no, if you're to plant like empaths, then naturally you'd work in a, in a flower shop. Uh, mm. You can't, you know, you can't put like psychic punch and make swords and make anything into a sword. No, this, I suppose in the combini, you know, you never got to sharpen a knife. You always going to have one on hand. Mm. It's everything mm. you need. Yeah. And that's it for this week. Uh, two days time the first two episodes of Lupin Zero it will be out so I guess we might add one of those mm. uh, yeah. to the docket I think High Dive? I, I don't know I know it's on uh, Crunchyroll so. Germany but I assume mm. it's High Dive in English speaking districts um, that's it I think nothing else new to surprise all this weird scheduling of anime now or coming out at uh, strange times, can confuse yeah. a chap. Did Uncle from Another World come back? I thought of someone was talking about it. Maybe uh, I saw it very, very late. If it came uh, back, it came back while I wasn't looking, yeah. I guess I could check Netflix, it would be the sensible place to look. Uncle from Another World. It's very odd that two Isekai shows are among my favourites of the year. Um, <laughs> it's not a bad premise it's just how you use it no the last one is seven which has got the old red line under it indicating that all right it. Maybe, maybe that's someone just, someone's mm. getting to it very late and they've just done it oh, yeah. yeah could be uh i'm sure well i was gonna say it's netflix isn't it? so it won't do the golden cam we think of starting from episode one again uh, mm. it'll just come along when it comes along that's it for this week then. Oh, next week. Are we all free next week to do a podcast and then disappear for two weeks? Uh, Let me see calendar? here. I think I'm fine, but uh, I'll um, check. I can't do that there. Um, I can maybe do the 21st, which is next Wednesday. Hmm. Excellent. That suits me fine. That should be fine, yeah. Righty ho. That's it for today's show. We'll be back next week with more of the same. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Good night. Oh, gotta find that stop stream button. There we go. Watch bastard.